<laughs> Ooh, coming in hot. Yeah, Mike, how's it going, man? All right. Doing all right, doing all right. Living it up in the shy town. Took me an hour and a half to get home in 90 degree heat today. It was fucking awesome. It takes me 45 minutes to get from South Denver to Central Denver. And then it takes oh. me about 15 minutes to get home. Dude, you know that, like, uh, you know when you hit the red line on the maps where it's like, traffic, yeah. 15 minutes. Yes. Right? Yeah, man. It literally was a red line that said traffic an hour and 15 minutes, and then I looked down, total travel time, an hour and 21 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a red line until six minutes before my house. What? Is it, um, okay, so Chicago, is this because of an accident, usually, or is this just too many people, too congested, they're doing the new construction, right? Aren't they widening some lanes or doing... No, no, no that's nothing. the problem, See? they're resurfacing, yeah. dude, there's no... Resurface! <laughs> there, there, there's no joke, dude, no matter what highway you take, the minute you hit the border of Chicago, the highway opens up and it's free to, you're free to go. It's just because... Uh, you're talking about city funds versus state funds, and the city just apparently doesn't have the money to fucking widen these roads, widen these highways. That's it's amazing. Insane. That's it's, 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 it's insane. So oh, from border man. to border, you're fucking gridlocked. Yeah, Denver traffic, you just have uh, all the regulars, the folk who have been traveling up and down this road many a day. We all know the, you know, the football side, football, football field sized potholes, you know, and um, we know how to avoid those, but then everybody's avoiding the same potholes. Yeah. So you got all this funky traffic going on. There, there isn't real traffic in Denver. Denver is just a bunch of zombified stoners moving at their own pace, staring at their cell phone. That's the problem. That's really the big problem is everybody hits traffic and the, they just go to their phone. Everybody's just fucking staring at their phone. <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, dude, they're checking out TikTok, seeing what the score is at the ball game, you know, maybe seeing how many I mean, likes listen, they got was, on their tweet. I was promised you guys would be killed by the virus, and then I was promised you'd be <laughs> killed by the vaccine. How come nobody's fucking dying? I need all of you NPCs to die. Man, they're, they're <laughs> saying that uh, the excess deaths, the mortality rate is through the roof worldwide, man. I, I think um, we might be <laughs> you know what, staring Frank? it down. Uh, when the 80-year-old senator freezes, you can overlook that. But when it happens <laughs> the day after the 18-year-old all-star has a heart attack, little scary. Man, uh, have you been following the narrative post-Bronny James heart attack here? Oh, Frank, you know how, like, so you know how like, a lot of guys in middle school, they went and got their ears pierced at Randher Small? Having a heart attack is just like getting your ears pierced. You know, it's a rite of passage. They're definitely trying to normalize this on uh, some level. I've never seen it before. I never thought we would live in an era where, you know, these heart attacks are common. Or not heart attacks, sorry, cardiac arrest. Cardi We're changing the phrase now. We're redefining terms. This is all COVID all over again, man. It's outrageous, but uh, I'm... I don't care what you say. You'll never be the same. You just lost life. Yeah, you Bronny... I mean? uh... like, like, your life expectancy definitely just got cut down. So, we attempted to do a Bronny clip 
last episode or two ago. Um, we almost did some Sanjay. I'm not going to bring back Sanjay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> However. They call him Tangent Gupta. That's right, man. <laughs> There's just nothing interesting about the guy. Uh, so we're going to yeah, we're gonna jump in early, I guess. Let's do it, man. I'm into it. I'm on the topic. Uh, so good morning, America, man try to do this whole normalization process of these teen cardiac arrests. Very different from heart attacks, right? Heart attacks are for men in their 50s, right? Uh, Our dad had a heart attack. Yeah, 55, fat dude has the heart attack, okay? That's that's who has the heart attack now. And it's his fault. Should have taken care of yourself. Exactly. No, but this perfectly healthy... In fact, maybe supremely healthy compared to his oh, peers. Oh, way healthier than any of us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't have a heart attack. See, he, him and Damar Hamlin, they had cardiac arrests. Very, very specific difference, except for the fact that, well, they never really tell you what the difference is. Because I hate to uh, be a spoiler here, but there is no difference! <laughs> yeah, but a cardiac arrest... Uh... It tested better amongst yes. audiences. That's right, man. The uh, It just sounds softer, more medical, but less intense, right? I think that's uh, what yeah. they're going for with the cardiac arrest. Either way, um, Good Morning America trots out that blonde chick that they always bring out to uh, you know, normalize anything medical. That She was out there for anything COVID and you know shot-based, and now uh, and, you know when Damar Hamlin went down, they brought her out. So she's out there to talk about the difference between uh, heart attacks, cardiac arrests, and why, you know, it's just, Mike, it's shocking, but it's a common thing amongst the healthiest athletes in the world. <laughs> to the son of basketball superstar LeBron James, 18-year-old Bronny is recovering this morning after suffering cardiac arrest at basketball practice. Our chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, we talked to Dr. Sutton in our first half hour. And just again, when we hear about an 18-year-old, an 18-year-old cardiac arrest, yeah. how common is that? Robin, this is truly every parent's worst mm. nightmare. Remember, we're not talking about a heart attack here. We're talking about sudden cardiac arrest. We see this about 100 to 150 times a year in this country amongst elite athletes. Um, risk factors, there's a very long list. Congenital heart disease uh, is one of the top ones, as is something called cardiomyopathy, an enlarged uh, condition affecting the heart. I, and I believe that was a side effect of the vaccine. <laughs> You're li- they're describing the side effects of the vaccine. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Did I catch up? The, cardio- the myopathy thing, that was, your fu- that was one of the fucking side effects. I think she's in a fancy way trying to dance around the term myocarditis here, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Enlar- you know, the enlarged heart. She's like kind of trying to dance around My- it, right? Myocar what? Yeah, never, <laughs> never heard of it, Frank. Never heard of it. Arrhythmia, a disturbance of the electrical activity in the heart. And interestingly enough, Robin, the risk amongst Division One male basketball players is more... Mike, he's in the highest risk group. These dudes- I, I mean, I haven't heard of one other guy having a heart attack. <laughs> this is... Seriously, like, when is the last time this happened? Um, oh, what's that? It happened, like, a year ago with a basketball player? Yeah, that's right. That's uh, interesting. I wonder mm. what's the similar thing with these guys. Well, the basketball player <laughs> that it happened to last year blamed the vaccine. And then do you know what happened a year later? He died of another heart attack. <laughs> I just don't remember this being a problem. No. <clears throat> no, we never in our lives saw a man drop from a heart attack on a f- live Monday night football game. 
and never have I seen national headlines get sweeped away with, uh, you know, an 18-year-old dropping of a if Brownie, give your kid a better name. Come on, guys. That's I the believe problem. he's LeBron James Jr. That's even worse. Well, anyways, yeah. if Brown, if, if uh, oh God, if Brownie would have dropped dead on that court from COVID, this would have been oh my God, right? That yeah. would have just been. Not, but because it was the heart attack from the vaccine, eh, I wouldn't I look too much into it. <laughs> well, I mean, she's describing the vaccine here. Uh, I'm pretty certain of it, but she can't. Uh, you know what I mean? So they're dancing on it. But the enlarged heart was like the number one deal here when it comes to the vax. So uh, this kid took the, the enlarged heart, just like this segment brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> That's right. And goodbye, YouTube. Uh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. So we're going to continue going down this route. I'm really fascinated with the language they're using here. They're talking to parents, right, trying to calm their nerves now because parents were, you know, across this country forced their kids to have at least two of these shots, maybe yeah. even three. So I'd be a little concerned, no doubt about it. Then 10 times that of other athletes. We don't know why, but this is something yeah, can that... Can I ask a question about Because I don't understand that either. Aren't these athletes checked out all the time? And They're checked out. The, the American Heart Association and American College of Cardiology screening recommendations are a targeted screening with a history and physical, not any extensive invasive testing. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you're talking about a very fit, very elite, healthy population. I, it's almost like they're saying it out loud and almost convincing themselves in real time. You know, like, he was very fit, very elite. He shouldn't have had this heart attack. You know? <laughs> like, wait a second, something is amiss here. Tested. Yeah, he was tested all the time. <laughs> yeah. He had a nutritionist. That's he had right. a doctor. They have the best. a physical therapist. <laughs> yeah. Something's not connecting, man. I think this... You know, I just, got this, I just got this on the ticker. I didn't even think about it. I just read the news. But now that you brought up that one question... <laughs> what do you call this asking questions you're doing journalism is that what we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah now that i think about it he was one of the healthiest people on the planet <laughs> wait Come wait on. a minute you're right i did watch him do sprints up and down the court for 20 minutes and i can't even do one i can't, I can't get over this man like this is an elite athlete, 18 years old, dude. The, these things do not happen to these people. <laughs> yeah, he's amongst that group of other elite athletes that, you know, drop, a, drop dead from heart attacks. They still try to explain away Damar Hamlin as if uh, he was struck violently in the chest. That's why I loved the uh, Sanjay Gupta clip. Oh, he, yeah. he compares it to Damar Hamlin, uh, you know, getting hit in the chest. But I watched that play live. We've all seen the replays of it. He never got hit in the chest in any manner. He was like nothing happened there that would If he got knee if he if he got hit in the chest, it was by Derek Chauvin's knee. We might as well <laughs> prosecute him for that murder too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man, I think I saw Kyle Rittenhouse lining up his eyesight on him actually. <laughs> from the stands, man. Let's get them both in jail. He, he hit him with the buttstock. I saw it. I got a ban buttstocks. Ban bus dogs. 
Kyle Rittenhouse and those damn ghost guns. <laughs> That's right. The real question is, why did his mom drive him all the way to Georgia? God damn it. <laughs> Isn't that where that I don't even know where that happened. That was Buffalo, but I'll give you Georgia. Almost similar oh, places. God. Yeah, so we got they're teen. Both, they both suck. He's heart attacks, man. They're coming for your kids. I remember playing college ball. It was a very cursory right. little exam. It wasn't anything mm. deep, at, deep at all. And there is a difference between a uh, heart attack and cardiac arrest. Yeah, there is. But regardless, when the... You see that? No explanation. Oh. Yeah. There, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah there is. But regardless, okay? Yeah. There is. And remember, I'm an expert. Did you Next. <laughs> Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, there is, regardless. Next. Oh, boy, there is, Frank. Oh, I thought you were going to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> 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 oh, oh boy. boy, let me tell you, there is, Frank. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, that traffic was brutal. <laughs> at all and there is a difference between a uh, heart attack and cardiac arrest yeah there is but regardless when the heart <laughs> stops beating this is an all hands on deck situation there is but regardless it doesn't even matter there is now let's talk about this it's just there's no they they're just gonna say there's a difference don't question it Stop asking questions because I don't have the answers. And the more you ask, the more I start to think about how absurd this whole scenario truly is. You know, they just keep bringing you around in circles so that you forget that we're talking about an 18-year-old. I know, dude. Elite athlete. <laughs> this is insane. We, I'm loving the hoops and loops. These clowns must jump through to sell to you through their sponsor, Pfizer, that these kids are not dropping from <laughs> these vaccines. By the way, this same week, there was an announcer uh, on ESPN uh, that was crazy. for a soccer game. He dropped uh, from a, he fainted, they're saying. Um, you could just argue he had a stroke. And then we're going to cover it, I assume, probably right after this, just because it connects somewhat. Uh, you know, Mitch McConnell stroked out for 19 seconds on TV, and nobody can stop talking about it. Well, dude, I think this will clear it up. I just, I just literally Googled what's the difference between uh, heart attack and uh, cardiac arrest. Uh, yes, and, excellent. Uh, Lay it on me, oh, man. Beautiful. Here's what it gives you. A heart attack occurs when there is blockage of an artery, uh, in parentheses, blood vessel, All right. that supplies blood to the heart tissue. So that's just the, the there's blockage. The heart can't get any blood, right? Right on, man. Yeah. Now, a cardiac arrest... That's brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> hey Yeah! <laughs> yes, man! No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It's too easy. Uh, <laughs> cardiac arrest is the heart stopped beating. So in a heart attack, a lot of times the heart continues to beat, but there's no blood flow. Uh, imagine the pump working, but the hose is pinched. The cardiac arrest My is... My God, so the way they're painting it is as if this was better that it was a cardiac a cardiac arrest is worse. Your heart has stopped. Oh, just stop! And that's exactly what happened to fucking Demar Hamlin. That is literally what's happening to all these people. Wait, the heart you, is just stopping. So you would rather have the heart attack? You have maybe a better chance to live. Which it's only proof that Justin Bieber's heart is in those eyes. Oh <laughs> yeah. 
Dr. McCubb. Particularly the left one. (laughs) That's the one he can still open? Or is it the right? I can't remember. That's the one that went janky. (laughs) Okay, that's right. So uh, Dr. Peter McCullough was on some podcast, and he was talking about Jamie Foxx and how Jamie Foxx, after he took the vaccine, had reached out to him, and they discussed various detox techniques and all this stuff, and he called on Justin Bieber and Jamie Foxx and all these other celebrities who have had these vaccine injuries and have publicly had issues with it, like, to come out and admit, like, yes, this was from the vaccine. Like, he, and, like we need public people to come out and start speaking yeah. up about it, but they clearly can't. Dude, the power of the Pfizer mafia is undeniable. The, these people must be scared for their lives, man. It is amazing. That's the only explanation. It, it is amazing that really nobody's like allowed to talk about it. I mean, you have people who've lost their careers. Justin Bieber had to cancel his entire tour this year because his, half his body went paralyzed from the vaccine and he just can't say anything about it? And again, you're so young, dude. I mean, you... Uh, you got to deal with this your whole life now. It's insane. You can't tell me you're going to get back to normal. You cannot tell me these guys are back to normal. This Bronny James kid was projected to go first round into the NBA, all this hype. This guy's career's over, dude. His heart stopped, man. Who's going to who's going to bet a oh. 100 million dollar contract on this guy? Dude, uh there was already I already saw the compilation literally the day before he has the heart attack. There's a, a, everybody in the world is talking about him, and everybody's talking about future first round draft pick. Yes, man. First round draft pick. The day of the heart attack, it changed to a once potential first round draft pick. Of course, man. No, there's it was like, dude. How is he going to compete at an elite level with a heart like that? Like this is, um, dude. You have a heart attack. That is some forever damage. I can only assume, man. Oh, yeah, it's like buying a car that's been in a flood. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's, that is right <laughs> on the money in a weird way, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure it's still good, but I don't want to be there when it breaks. You know? <laughs> you're, well, you're not going to invest like five years and $350 million into that car. No, because especially a flood, it's just like this. You don't know where the problem is. It could be in the wiring harness somewhere deep in there that you don't know. You know? Man, the more you go down this, I love the human car comparison. This is incredible, man. Oh, yeah. See, Uncle Guy was onto something. You can always compare humans to cars. <laughs> We're just like cars. We got valves, we got engines, we got transmissions. I might go check out. <laughs> I, work with, I work with a Polish guy. He's really, if, he, if he thinks you're going too slow, he always goes, Hey, uh, something wrong with your transmission? Hey, all right, <laughs> man. Because I noticed you can't get out of first gear. Let's go. <laughs> Man, he might be um, might be psycho and or a genius at the same time, dude. Like, I like this car human analogy, the comparison. That's you know, we all know people with like three wheels, right? And oh, uh, yeah, some people missing a headlight. <laughs> uh, what's his name, the senator? Yeah, Crenshaw. He's missing a Crenshaw. headlight. That's missing, right. Missing a headlight. <laughs> yeah. you know? Ducksworth. She's got three out of four wheels, or two <laughs> out of four. I, don't know, I think I'm losing it. All right, production coup. Nancy Pelosi's that old one with a bad Bondo job.
Fetterman is the one with the two bodies pieced together, the Franken car. You know? Oh yeah, you the Billy the, Special. You got took the, two mustangs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to wall them together. That was great. <laughs> Put a hoodie. Yeah, he, he didn't even like. Yeah, it was a unibody that he couldn't have. Oh, genius. <laughs> yeah, man, and yeah, Pelosi. I can almost see as being a two tone, right? The neck of the car. Slightly off color from, <laughs> no, from that's the rest. an old one that's been in a couple uh, fender benders. <laughs> that's right. A lot of bad bondo jobs, you know. <laughs> Could only lift that bumper so many times. <laughs> Chuck oh, Schumer, man. his struts went out. That's why his fucking shoulders are always so hunched. <laughs> like, <laughs> get that guy some new springs or something in the front, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's right, but make sure you take them to a kosher mechanic. All right, you don't want to do them dirty uh, like that. That's right. <laughs> I don't think they have, co- dude. No, there's no way. Because if if you're a Jewish mechanic, that means you're a failure. They're not taking their, you know, they're not taking their car to you. You know. Oh, man. Well, have we exhausted this teen heart attack scene? I imagine we have. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty bizarre situation going on there. Um, they're going to have to keep explaining this stuff uh, going forward. Mike, you're right. People not dropping like flies like the doomsayers kind of were proclaiming about a year ago. But I must say, a lot of dead celebrities over the last three years, especially after they rolled out the vaccine program, it's doesn't seem like we're too far away from when Bob Saget had that mysterious um, head trauma incident. <laughs> it's getting you know? more and more suspicious. That's right, man. And DMX, never forget. You know, I mean, there were a lot uh, of. Yeah. The list is long of people who died post vaccine rollout. A lot of artists and comedians. We've speculated pretty much because they were the people who needed to take them to hit the road and get into the clubs and um, weren't part of the big club of which were handed out the fake vaccine cards or given the clearance to fly their private jets and do whatever they want while we were all locked down. You know who definitely flew in a private jet? (laughs) Who's that, man? John Kerry. Yes, he did, sir. Dude, I have the funniest clip of John Kerry. You got me some John Kerry? This must be climate crisis related then. No, dude, John Kerry, is he is just fed up, Frank. He's fed up. He, he's sick of going to all these congressional hearings where he's <laughs> yeah, there to man. testify about climate change. And people keep bringing up the fact that he's flying around the world in a private jet. I don't get it. Why, are we here to talk about his private jet or the climate, Frank? Come on. I'd like he's to talk about off. the private jet, to be totally honest. I'm more interested in the jet. Uh, Frank, he would, ta- he would love to talk about it. The problem is... He's never owned a private jet, Frank. Wow. No. How about his you, wife, uh, Teresa Heinz Ketchup? Are you, are, you, are you ready for this? Yeah. This is so fantastic. Oh, yeah. I just don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent lies that I hear, which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. It, it just honestly, if that's where you want to go, go there. Mr. Secretary, in exchange with Mr. Mills, you just testified under oath that you never owned a private jet. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to enter into the record article here from February 15th of 2023, 
the, the John Kerry family private jet was sold <laughs> shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony Not that okay. you've never I, owned or I personally, your family? I your family. personally, yes, my wife owned a plane and stole the plane. You flew That's on that been, plane. Uh, not in a number of years, and, but I have flown on it, and sure. this article is not then inaccurate, that your family owned a plane, you flew on a plane. There, my, wife owned, my wife owned my wife Yes, man. That is genius. I How love that. How can people take these guys serious? I never owned a plane. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, sir, your wife sold her private jet. Yeah, it's my wife's plane. <laughs> Teresa Hines ketchup, man. Like, she's an heiress to one of the, like, Richest families in America. No, not only did they have their own private jet for the family, they owned a fucking fleet of private jets. <laughs> they had a co- they had a company. Yeah, that them out. Of course. of course. This guy made money on leasing private jets to billionaires, that and then goes around the world on the tax on our dollar in a private jet, talking about how me and you. Need to cut down on our carbon footprint. Well, we gotta switch to electric stoves. We gotta not use the AC. Use an oh, electric dude, if you, car. If, if you have a gas stove, you are right on par with Hitler, Frank. Oh, you're a Nazi. Really yeah, there's no doubt about it. You're a climate Nazi. <laughs> like, what do you guys? What do you guys talk? Dude, you owned a fucking jet. Uh, yep. What are you guys talking about? Come on, man. Imagine, imagine Donald Trump says that shit. You know. Well, look at this um, retarded pigeonhole this man has put himself into, John Kerry. You know, you clearly are a man who lives a life of luxury, and you're part of the higher 1% class there. Dude, now you had to choose, right, between flying in the private jet, because that's the lifestyle you're supposed to be living, or flying on the plane with all the other jackasses like you and myself uh, because you have to now make a point because you decided to be the the guy telling people, you know, we got to change our act in order to save the world. <laughs> what a loser. What an idiot. I, I can't believe he put himself in that position. He'd be better off just admitting it's all a scam so he could just fly around carefree in his private jets. Jeff Bezos. Dude, it is so funny to hear people try to talk shit about Jeff Bezos. You literally can't talk shit about him anymore. And why is he, this? <laughs> dude, he like he's not, he's he's not in charge of Amazon, so you can't blame him for anything that happens over there. Uh, labor, he, you know, you saying labor, wait, he sold it or he's not running it? What's his deal there? Yeah, he gave up the controlling interest. He's on the board, but yeah, he doesn't run it. He's not the CEO or anything. Anymore. Wow, man! All right. No, no, he's just he's just a retired billionaire who's going around the world on this giant yacht with this super hot Spanish girlfriend. What are you going to say about him? He goes around just like, you know, he knows he's the richest man ever. Dude, that's awesome, man. I mean, and then he's also got his little Blue Origin pet project so he can escape the Earth when the (laughs) cataclysmic event occurs, right? (laughs) He's going to race Elon to Mars. (laughs) That's right, man. You can just see this, like, you know, the Earth is about to explode or, you know, fire brimstone, brimstone, you know, alien invasion, whatever it is. And it's just like these four ships escaping earth and it's elon bezos gates you know who's the other guy <laughs> soros i don't know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> klaus schwab 
It's, right? it's like not a place I would want to be with all those people. That's what I'm saying, man. I would rather burn with the Earth, dude. Who wants to go live with these freaking bloodsuckers on some weird alien planet, man? And then follow their weird religions and rules? Get out of here. And, you know, honestly, like... Oh, get out of here. Or if another flood, great flood happens, like is supposedly, you know, it, it, it happens, what, every 10,000, 12,000 years, right? And maybe that's why Elon and company, they're burrowing into the earth and creating these massive tunnel systems and super cities underground below the Denver International Airport and all this stuff, right? So they could survive this massive event, this Armageddon, and, and ride out you know, those years uh, underground. Dude, who wants to live in that society with these freaks, man? Look how controlling they are and evil, like, and they bang kids and they're, like, satan- you know, satanic worshippers. And who wants to live with those people <laughs> underground, man? I'd rather just die on the earth. That's a good call. You want None go- of them are going to be able to fix shit for you. No. You know who wants I mean? to live with these freaks underground or on some alien planet on Mars? Like, they're just going to control your life to the worst possible degree and <clears throat> probably do weird sick shit to your kids. Oh, yeah. You want to live with the blue collars. Yeah. You're live. probably better off just riding out the storm or the wave or the mud flood and, you know, getting to high ground and then uh, starting fresh on the land with all the other Neanderthals. Yeah, you got to find people that are, like, close to the land. <laughs> That's right, dude. Yeah, get some hillbillies know. or maybe some, you know, like be... the people that just made that journey across the border. They'll help you out. Well, you know, all the billionaires have <clears throat> been dying off, like your friends in the submersible there by the Titanic. And uh, there's just a whole laundry list of... Of the sac- Dude, they sacrificed those guys. I think so. Dude, I they think blew so. them up for sure. Like three days later, Netflix re-releases Titanic, and then it's like number two on the no, top did top they ten. really shut I up, man? To God, oh, it's all controlled God. by the CIA, man. It's and then they were like talking about how this fucking all of a sudden all the fucking Titanic memorabilia was being auctioned off no. and being sold <laughs> at like extreme. Dude, it was such a scam. You think this? I was- don't even think. I don't even think they're dead. I'm telling you, I think nothing happened. We just all got taken up by some bizarre uh, story that didn't really make sense. Those billionaires are on an island with Epstein. I think they're all escaping into their underground pods, man, below DIA. I'm telling you, they're they're trying to get out of here uh, or escape whatever's going to happen. And I hope they're wrong about what occurs. My hope is that all the 1% like disappear one day, right? And they think they they like got us, you know? They're going to ride out some crazy cataclysm and then... It just misses us, like barely. And then we can just keep them locked in the cave, right? All those billionaires, we just keep them locked away down below, you know? Then we, we could finally just you know, correct the wrongs of this society. We never will. A man can just, dream. A man can dream. You would just have different people at the top. Well, look, the people at the top right now have got to go. Folks, Feinstein is 90 years old, and her aide had to tell her to vote yay today on the floor of the Senate or the House, wherever she's at, Senate, I believe. Uh, We have several people in their 80s. Joe Biden, what is he, 81? Uh, Absolute crypt keepers running uh, the show. And uh, did we do the turtle? I don't think we talked about him yet. I think we mentioned. Uh, All right. I think we mentioned it. Poor guy. I have a quick one on the turtle, uh, just because I enjoy um, enjoy the process as they uh, 
describe to you what's going on here. Uh, it's very, very serious stuff. We'll turn now to that frightening moment in Washington today. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell alarmed his colleagues and many watching when he froze during a news conference. Garrett Haig now with more on this from Capitol Hill. Doesn't everybody know that that is a self-defense mechanism of all turtles? <laughs> no, they don't freeze. They go in her shell, man. They're hanging out with the possums too long. That's the problem. Old Mitch been liking Senate the possums. <laughs> interrupted today by 19 seconds of silence, quickly turning to concern for the health of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who appeared to freeze up as he began his weekly news conference. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, we're on a path to finishing the NDA uh, this week. It's been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of... Uh, uh, If you watch it, I actually think he was just jizzing in his pants. It was like a really, <laughs> it was just a very long orgasm. And look at his age, he hadn't had an orgasm in years. So it was just like so fantastic, he couldn't even move, man. I didn't even think about that, dude. Maybe like a boner just hit him. He's like, oh my God, I finally got a boner. And then it just instantly came, right? Because he was just immediately turned on, aroused, got off. <laughs> And he just Did Nancy ever tits up? Come <laughs> on, guys. Old lady with 18-year-old tits. How can you resist? <laughs> I don't know. There's just the way it looked, <clears throat> we're an audio program, but if you check out the video on your own, you can kind of see that. Yeah, I don't know. This is potential. It's either a stroke or an orgasm. I can't really it's a fine, <laughs> it's a fine line with people his age. <laughs> I think they uh they're claiming it's a seizure. Oh, really? Uh, mm, I, I mean, strokes are very in vogue these days post-vaccination. Yeah, but he recovered too quick. He was, was a, most likely yeah, a seizure. He came back, yeah. All right. Dude, all that's right. what seizures, man. The human brain is literally a computer. It just, it just freezes. You got to reset. Yeah, you got to reboot. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is uh, kind of weird. It's this like biological, organic computer. Oh, shit. Was he hanging out with Bill Gates? Bro, you got a virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he's kind of old. He definitely runs his brain on Microsoft. There's no doubt yeah, about dude. it. Oh, that's a Windows 95 yeah. if I've ever seen one, I can already see the logo of the four squares bouncing around the screen. He was just, uh, yeah, he caught a glitch and was loading, and it just wouldn't stop. <laughs> Did you guys try unplugging and then plugging in the router again? That'll bring, that'll bring Mitch back. I still like the idea of a frozen, frightened turtle. Self-defense <laughs> mechanism of some sort. He was just so frozen and scared that he couldn't shrink into a shell. <laughs> this is my theory. His fellow senators, including John Barrasso, a medical doctor from Wyoming... You want to say anything else to the press? ...eventually helping the 81-year-old McConnell away from the podium. Returning moments later, the Senate's top Republican shrugged off a reporter's question about the moment. I'm fine. You're fine. You're fully able to yeah. do your job. Yeah. McConnell, who in January became the longest-serving party leader in Senate history, has suffered a series of health challenges in recent years. 
He had shoulder surgery after a fall in 2019. Stroke. And he spent six weeks recovering from a concussion and fractured rib suffered in a March fall, Stroke. after which he has sometimes struggled to make out <laughs> questions from reporters. McConnell's office has been tight-lipped about the incident, saying only that the senator was feeling lightheaded and pointing out that he answered reporters' questions sharply after he returned. Yeah, man, between him, Fetterman, Feinstein, come on. I think we all agree now we need some age limits, people. This is nuts, man. We yeah, shouldn't really have sad. this going on, dude. Uh, vaccine jokes aside, this guy's just too old to be in office, man. He's fallen. All these people. Yeah, all of them, dude. They're incoherent. It's crazy. And, and it's just <laughs> very dangerous for us to have all these old people. What if I, what if like a real COVID comes through? Oh, right. And just wipes out the Senate. We'd lose half our Senate if we get a disease that actually kills old people. <laughs> yes, you're right, actually. You know? Yeah, man. I, and then we'd be left with Fetterman and uh, Mac Gates. <laughs> Fetterman, dude, you gotta wear a suit, man. That is so embarrassing. You're meeting with world leaders in a fucking hoodie and basketball shorts. Why is this considered okay? They're trying to make it, like, play it off as it, like, it makes him one of the people. I saw a picture floating around on the interwebs last night as I was perusing some junk time, and it was from the day that they lifted Prohibition, and everyone is celebrating in the bar, and they're dishing out all these, you know, beers and drinks, you know? It's this yeah. just old, fantastic black-and-white picture, and I was obsessed with how everyone was dressed. Yeah, right. It was clearly a night on the town. Everyone with the suits, the ties, the ladies dressed up, dolled up, man, and the dresses, dude. It even the bartenders were looking looking clean and cut, my man. Like it was just um yeah. an awesome picture and all I could think is how far we have fallen culturally, man. It, <laughs> imagine if the there was a picture like that today. Oh, God. How many pajamas? That's it. Dude, you're psycho. I literally was thinking uh. people in pajamas. I cannot get over the, the last few times I have flown. People at the airport in their PJs. Like, what is happening here, man? PJs and Crocs, man. You have <clears throat> just given up. Well, have, have you, <laughs> you know? There's been all these uh, videos. Do you remember the lady on the plane who claimed the dude next to her wasn't real? Yeah. What happened to that lady? There was another one. <clears throat> there was another one, but what happened to that lady? She's gone. I, em and I were talking about this yesterday, uh, and I've been saying since day one of this incident, it never really happened. I don't think the incident actually took place. Maybe. Maybe she wasn't real. <clears throat> I Maybe the people that saw her were hallucinating. Dude, I am just. I think there was a lot of uh, not real stuff going on there, but there's been a lot of activity on planes. A lot of bizarre behavior, people acting out. Recently, there's some nut job going crazy, climbing on the seats, all this stuff. Maybe we can clean up people's act on the planes if we enforce a dress code. That would be nice. Impossible to do, but it'd be nice. <clears throat> no, sorry, ma'am. You're not dressed appropriately to fly today. Well, then who, de <clears throat> who decides who's a ma'am and who's a man? Hey, man. It's not my rule. It's not my law. <laughs> I didn't write the law, lady. Or fella. Or you could be lady fella. Either way, 
You gotta wear something nice. No PJs, right? But you gotta look like one or the other. And you gotta go all in. I just feel like, you know, man, maybe culture really started degrading in a hard way when we started losing the the standards and the norms for dress code. You know, not enforced code, but just, you know, if you looked like a slob in public, you were a fucking slob, man. And everyone could point at you and be like, that's a slob. Because everybody else was dressed nice. Like maybe well, it's we, the women's fault. We gotta raise the standards or something, man. Raise the bar of the of the dress code, at least just in these scenarios where we gotta participate publicly. That's the, it's, I blame the women, one hundred percent. Bars, man, we can start at the bars. Like, sorry, we're a shirt and tie bar. All bars, right? You can think about it. Think about it. the guys will only dress. They will dress as good as they need to to get laid. So yes. if you women are fucking guys who are dressed like slobs, we oh, have a bunch of slobs yes. walking around. Great call, know? man. Women, you got to <clears throat> raise your standards. <laughs> and you guys are also dressing like slobs. It's terrible. Yeah, we're just a a sloppy s- people. We're a sloppy, slavish country, dude. It's. I just, I was really obsessed with this picture last night. I just, I couldn't stop looking at, I was almost scanning and surveying each person, almost hoping to find the slob. There was no slob. It was a bunch of young adults having a great time. Yeah, you'd be embarrassed to be the slob. Be embarrassed to be the slob. And just like we were talking about not too long ago with the movie Heavyweights, like, our society and culture, people were so thin in the 90s that they made a movie, Fat Shaming Fat People, where, you know, <laughs> they send their fat kids to a fat camp to lose weight. <laughs> That's how healthy yeah. we were then. Not anymore. Uh, you know, we've gone downhill. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I would personally... Oh, we're too fat to go up it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> So that's why the teens, uh, you know, are having the heart attacks then, I guess. We can't blame the vaccines. We'll blame it all on the, uh, you know, the weight and the slavishness. And we could probably blame uh, the turtles' uh, stroke out on, um, well, I guess we can't blame his weight, right? So there's only one other thing that we have left to blame for strokes, heart attacks, Pretty much everything else going in our lives, we're just blaming it on, oh, you guessed it, climate change. The risk of a deadly heart attack may double when people are exposed to extreme heat or cold and high levels of pollution. Researchers looked at more than 200,000 heart attack deaths between 2015 and 2020 in China. They say older people and women seem to be most at risk. <laughs> Stop right there. How many of those were 18-year-old <laughs> athletes? Yes. <laughs> Oh, man, dude, they are. <laughs> I want everyone to be prepared for the climate lockdowns. They're coming our People way. People and women seem to be most at risk. They estimate almost 3% of heart attack deaths may be attributed to the combination of extreme temperatures and high levels of pollution. Yeah, man, that was CNN, by the way. They're telling everybody, look, these heart attacks. It's from the climate change, man. It's too hot <laughs> out there. 
<laughs> so hot out there, we're having some heart attacks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the ice caps are melting. It slowed down the spin of the earth. The inertia got changed. And you know what that did, Frank? <laughs> it changed the magnetic field, which is throwing off your heartbeat. <laughs> Climate change, Frank. Trust the science. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know me. I uh, love talking about the weather, and I harp on the changing of the weather and the chemtrails you dirty bastards you've been doing it five days in a row now here in colorado i get it i get it we got to cool the earth but what i'm trying to say is here in colorado we have had a very cool wet summer in fact probably the coolest and wettest well i guess uh, since record taking began back in the 1800s it's a hard sell to tell people that there is human-induced climate change that is scorching us to death. I saw a news item on our local news the other day about how uh, this is unprecedented heat going on in, in the United States and how Coloradoans got to you know take care of themselves and, and stay hydrated, except for the fact we've had one, two days at 100 degrees this year. That's oh, it. No, you- you know what they started doing? The fuck, I, I'm, I'm on to their fucking game here, man. Because they're like, this is unprecedented heat today. It was hot, man, but it was like, it was like 94, 95, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, and then like, to, on the nightly news, they're like, and today we hit unprecedented heat. Now, the actual temperature was 94. That's not a record setter. <laughs> That's not a record setter, Frank. But the feels like temperature. Wow. This bullshit arbitrary number that we came up with that the the humidity adds. This is how it. This yes. is what it feels like. And, it, and today it felt like a hundred and nine. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You just you just came up with this number and then said we broke a record. Like what? <laughs> well, guess what? For me, it felt like eighty seven. We're right on par, guys. We're average. I mean, what are you talking about here? Felt like. <clears throat> We're, we're not going to cover or clip any of the insane propaganda going on right now for the climate change narrative, uh, but we are going to, I'm interested in the, you know, the stuff around it, you know, and, and I, dude, have you seen your local news? I'm curious, here in Denver, <clears throat> I was watching the weather this morning, and they had the heat. Right, you know they do the uh, they show the state and you got the numbers and then they show the different splotches of colors to represent yeah. the heat, <laughs> right? And so <laughs> here in Denver, we were gonna be in the '90s, and you know when I was a kid, '90s was like uh, red, right? That was the red color, you know. Yeah. '80s, '90s, '90s you're, is hot. It's red. Yeah, you're getting in the red. Well, now. We've got a new thing to show extra ultra heat, and it's pink. It's like purple pinkish hue. And uh, so now 80s, the section of Colorado that were in the 80s, that was the hot red, the, you know, the blood red. And then the new pink purple ultra hot was the 90s region in Denver. <laughs> you see what's happening here? So now like, oh, dude. No, 80s now is the scorcher. Now you're going to die in the 90s, man. <laughs> I like the way you guys did it. See, we just our red just gets darker and darker. Yesterday, the whole screen was black. <laughs> <laughs> Too hot to even see the numbers, Frank. 
<laughs> like the red is so dark now at this point. And when they, when they would bring out the feels like temperature, oh, forget about it. <laughs> they should just show a, a clip from Oppenheimer, just the nuclear explosion, right? <laughs> the atomic bomb. That's how hot it is in Chicago. It's insane. The fat people they're dying. Today in the is ninety two, but it feels like <laughs> <laughs> the explosion. <laughs> it's a hard sell here in Colorado. Uh, I no no for here too. They're, they're trying to not hot. It's just not hot. It's been raining it, every day this entire summer. It, it's it, it, it's summer, dude. Nona has a fungus. The big talk around here is the fungus on the tomatoes from all the rain. Yes, it has been nonstop overcast and rain and below average temperature the entire year, and we had unprecedented snow. Up through June, dude, you can't tell me we're in a heat wave that is gonna, you know, bake us all. It's an impossible sell. Like Plus, even where, where's, normal... where's all the hurricanes? Yeah, wow, good call. Is it hurricane season? It is all right. summer, baby, to November. Right. Wow. Remember, there was like a storm that they tried to make that really big deal out of a couple months, like a month ago. That's right, man. Yeah, and that turned out to be nothing. Great call. We are due. Feel like they always do the hype train fear porn for hurricanes August September. That's true. Oh, actually, they probably they'll probably not do it this year because Biden's in charge. Wow. Next year though, it's an election year. Yes, you got to force people really? to do their mail-in voting. Uh, oh, good call. Good call. So you have all these weird weather anomalies go on nationwide right around the lead up to the you know election so you displace displace a few folks force them to you know play into the mail in voting uh process and you know you you could ultimately what they could do uh because i don't think people are going to fall for a covid part 2 although there is there are rumors out there that there's a new <laughs> a new covid from Saudi Arabia or some place in the Middle East that is uh, has like a forty percent kill rate, right? And it's about to spread. It's possible. Uh, my my whole thing, and I think a lot of people are on on my boat here, which is if you're gonna do it again, just kill me now. All right, just fucking wipe me out with this thing. <laughs> give, me, give me the bullet. Just do give it. I'm just line me up at the wall with the rest of the uh, unvaccinated. Okay, I'm just tired. I don't want to play the game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know what I love about that Apple News app is the the paywalls. Because the funniest thing about like you'll see like one of these left wing news newspapers, right? Yeah, man. The article, the, the headline of the article is uh, an unexpected guest for summer. COVID has arrived. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I gotta read this bullshit. Yeah. Go there, and you hit the paywall, oh, and you're yeah. like, but. You just let me read the article about Joe Biden eating chocolate chocolate chip ice cream. Why won't you let me read this article? It's like, oh, because you only will let your subscribers see this bullshit. Because you know what I'm going to do when I see this. Yes. Yes, man. Absolutely. If there was really a deadly virus, it wouldn't be behind a paywall. They'd be shouting it from the fucking rooftops. Yes. Yeah. Hide your kids. Beware. Here it comes. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, the, I don't think people are going to buy a, a COVID part two electric uh, boogaloo, but I, 
I have been saying for a while now that our next COVID is going to be climate change. And there was a Project Veritas before they fired James O'Keefe. This is from earlier in the year. And they interviewed uh, secretly somebody from CNN or one of those major news organizations. And they went into great detail about how all the meetings they were having, they were basically being informed that there's, you know, leaving COVID behind, that's no longer going to be the focus. And then the new focus is going to be climate change. And this is back in about January, I want to say. I can't remember exactly, but it was a while back uh, that this footage came out. Sure enough, man, here we are in the middle of the summer of a supposed heat wave terrorizing the world. But uh, here in Colorado, and it sounds like across much of the United States, it's been a lot of, you know, overcast and rain, to be quite honest. Uh, and I blame the chemtrails. We all know that. Thanks, Jared Polis. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, <clears throat> what I've been saying this whole time is they're going to make climate change the next COVID lockdown. And if you don't believe me, just have a listen here to one of the top advisors. I'm not going to try and say his name because, uh, well, I'm a racist bigot, uh, but he's uh, a top advisor to the World Economic Forum. He's one of the main aides and sidekicks uh, to Klaus Schwab, and here he is discussing what they learned from the COVID lockdowns. It's not an extremely deadly virus. It's not the Black Death, and look what it's doing to the world. So now just try to think what will be the implications of a much bigger uh, problem like climate change. Also, conceptually, it shows that, um, and here I completely agree with you, Ratko, that it shows you that you can change things on a massive scale. That, um, and again, you can stop all flights. You can lock down entire countries. You can actually do that, and uh, life goes on in some way. And this, I would say, may make us more open to radical ideas about how to deal also with climate change. Yeah, you heard uh, it. You heard it. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Climate lockdowns, yeah. dude. Come on. For sure. I don't think they'll do a lockdown necessarily, but I definitely think they'll limit your uh, your travel and stuff. Like John Kerry will get to fly around his private jet. Yes. But I wouldn't be surprised if they start do, like limiting how much gas you could buy. Oh yeah. Right? Well, yeah. uh, if every purchase you make has to be used with your cell phone and is based on your social credit score, I mean, ultimately they could track and monitor how much you've traveled with your electric vehicle, right? <laughs> and then yeah, you, they could just shut it, shut it off. Yeah. That's why I don't think that's, uh, you know, Elon Musk is trying to do that thing here that they do in China. I think that's what will Americans, I don't know. So uh, uh, Americans are stupid. They'll probably do it. This dude, he's the leading advisor to the World Economic Forum. Yuval Noah Harari is his name. Uh, he has ha he has given numerous frightening speeches at several of these World Economic Forum, you know, uh, organizations and and groupings. And these people are are weird, man. And I I have to. Uh, insist that people take a look into the World Economic Forum. Check out their website. 
see what their agenda is, what they have planned, and scare, more scary is take a look at who are the leaders around the world that are part of this group. A lot of people are in cahoots with these evil monsters, and they, they, they look at us like cattle that they could just cage. That's how they see us. Isn't George Soros the World Economic Forum? He is. No, no, it's uh, Klaus Schwab. Oh, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. You will eat the bugs! He wants you to eat the bugs. Uh, So you alluded... I forgot who who his son is married to. Yeah, it it is uh, creepy. Or it's a... It's like like Pelosi's daughter. (laughs) It's something up there. Uh, The son is essentially taking over very soon... Uh, for Mr. Klaus Schwab, uh, or Soros. You're talking about Soros, right? Yeah, Soros. Yeah, the son, I think I read he's like already taken over, he's about to take over the reins of this Soros organization. And, you know, there's Soros, there's Klaus Schwab. I don't know if they're in cahoots, or I feel like one's a Nazi, one's a Jew, so I'm not really too sure how those guys get along. <laughs> when it comes to money, does it really matter? That's right, right dude. Not for the Jew. And dude, when it comes to money, you were alluding to it there uh, just a little bit ago. Elon, he changed the name of Twitter to X, and he wants to make it an all-in-one platform very similar to the social credit score system they have in China, where you use Twitter uh, to or use X to purchase things, and um, it's like your wallet and it's your social identity online in the social media realm, and, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be like this all-in-one app that he has envisioned or dreamed of since day one. He, like, originally created X.com and then uh, merged the concept with PayPal. Right. Which is how he became a, a billionaire, allegedly. Yeah, that's, well... I don't remember what happened with PayPal. He tried to do it with PayPal. Yeah, he did. He and PayPal, you can see it is essentially, you know, like a. It seems like Elon's always been into this payment system app concept. Yeah, but he never did like combine the social media aspect. That is a weird part of it, and that is that's what they have in China. I know that's it's so. Where it's like it's so Chinese, it, man. I can't. I don't like it at all. I don't think a lot of Americans like it. I feel like people are going to turn away from. Twitter X. That's what I mean. It's really weird. Because then you could do then you run into a situation where you're like, uh, Frank, I noticed you gave money to this political party, and now I know all seven hundred of your friends and associates. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? It's a weird all from one app. I just don't think people are gonna dig it. Maybe you're right. Maybe there's a small percentage of of uh folks out there who who might be down to just like have this it's a social credit score and i i'm pretty sure black mirror did an episode about social credit score systems in the future it's a scary place to live you don't want to live in a place where you are um being scored and rated on how you behave or what you say about the government on your podcast there was a story going around about a tech guy in silicon valley who has a smart home and he like uh he tweeted some like anti-Semitic shit or something, and then it got around, and then he got banned, and then they wouldn't—they like cut him off from his home. 
that's wild. I'm wondering if it's similar to a a dude. He yeah, is it the guy with the the Uber driver, the Grubhub guy, and then something happened with it? Oh, is that what it was? I don't remember. I think, I think I mixed what, up like three stories. Yeah, but I think what you're you had like eighty percent of it. I think he. He wrote something, and then the driver, like the Amazon driver, misinterpreted it and thought he was being racist, and so he downgraded or, or complained. Something happened, and then Amazon, because they were in control of his like Echo or the thing that like locks the, the house, home. yeah, yeah. Oh, it just alarm locked locks. him out of his account um, for the racist remark or whatever perceived racist remark, and then because of that. He couldn't access his account and therefore unlock his home. That's not even the worst of it. The most sadistic thing Amazon did, it turned out his washing machine. Warm <laughs> water with the colors. <laughs> you monsters! Shrunk the shit out of him. <laughs> and then they turned on his computer and uh, uploaded millions upon millions of videos of child porn. <laughs> They always get you with the child and, porn, dude. And then Frank's, Frank's greatest joke. Then the 3D printer in his home printed crack. <laughs> <laughs> and sprinkled it on him when he came home. <laughs> when it finally let him in. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, don't trust the AI. This is evil stuff, man. It's going to have dominion over us like you will not believe. Uh, could you imagine? Now, the uh, the social credit score system, it, it's not only just the dude who accidentally said something non-racist or whatever, but there's also, during uh, the last COVID lockdowns in China, which were only about six months ago or so, they really were not very long ago, uh, people were being locked out of their homes because of not testing uh, negative um, for COVID. They were being digitally locked out of their apartments. That's crazy. It's so crazy to see all the remnants of that. This company around here made millions, dude, tens of millions going around and putting these, like, things on the wall at every entrance at the schools to, to do a fucking temp to test the temperature. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Where you just, like, put your head, forehead close to it, and it would either light up green or red. If it lit up red, you can't come in. Wow. And you're right, dude. They are no, they are bringing it back. Because if you ask anybody why they don't remove them, they say it's for next time. Yes, there's gonna be another one. There's gonna be another. I just the one thing getting me this time around is nobody's watching the news. Yeah, nobody. Well, we watch it so we can uh, make fun of it. You don't have to. It's just all about Trump. And you know what's really getting me? The one thing that always gets me, Frank, and that's time. Yeah, Mike, you are on fire, my man. <laughs> because this is the fastest hour in the universe. There's no doubt about it. And we have so much more to talk about, and definitely no Trump. Uh, I got to say that. Uh, we still got to do, man, we got Hunter. We got racist Fed hikes. We got alien bodies, the Mike. Fed hikes are racist. Are the aliens racist? Please tell me the aliens are not racist. I guarantee when the racist, when the racists, when the aliens arrive, they will be racist. I guarantee it. <laughs> How funny would it be if they come down and they're Uyghurs? <laughs> 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 Just 
<laughs> they come out wow. of their fucking little spaceship and it's Chinese Muslims. Like, yes, what the man. fuck? <laughs> oh, dude, I think it's going to be Mormons. It's always the Mormons. That's usually... <laughs> They're so, like, they're blonde and pale. The Mormons, man. Watch out for those people. Yeah, but Uyghurs have the eyes. <laughs> you better be careful. I might in, have to bleep that one out. I'm not going to lie. Thin skeleton, <laughs> thin skeleton frame, weird slanty eyes. I mean, dude, I'm starting to think. I think you're right, dude. They got the whole alien uh, As a matter profile. of fact, I even know why they came back from the future. Look, what we're, look how we're treating them. <laughs> <laughs> You with the iPhone. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>